Hey, that was one of the weakest claps ever from a guy that just got back from vacation. Big Ben's in the house, Griff's in the house. It's Sunday, August 20th, 2023. Man, we're doing one more podcast before we probably we launch them for September, I think. I think we got one more next next weekend after that. We're good. All right, I got a great guy on the show today. His name is Kentel Williams. He's a football guy, as usual. Um, Kentel, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for having me, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> we tried it yesterday, but we had a troubleshooting some engineer issues. So we're back on a Sunday doing it. Kentel is a football player. He's going to play in the XFL this year, uh, Orlando Guardians. Uh, that's pretty cool league. I like that league. Uh, but every guest I have on the show, mm-hmm. I ask them the question, when did you know you were different? Uh, I kind of sensed I was different when I would say around middle school. I think because it started with basketball, actually. So I started playing. Ba- I was playing basketball, and I was the only sixth grader that made the basketball team. Out of all my friends, I played with all my friends. We all went to the same middle school. Did you look like Drake? Like Aaron did? No. <laughs> a lot of people tell me I look like Dwayne Wade back in. You back do then. look like Dwayne Wade. He does. You do look like Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I had I had the glasses going, had the buzz cut going. Yeah. My, my dad would literally shave my head bald most of the time, so he wanted me to look like him a lot, but I kept getting a lot of Dwayne Wade. Yeah, you but, do. But yeah, middle school, middle school let me know that I was a lot different, uh, let alone from my friends' groups, but also let me know I was different from a lot of other kids because growing up, uh, I've always played with upper because my brother, he's six years older than me, so every time he went to go play basketball or football, I went with him. Well, he kind of had a force. I was forced to go with him <laughs> a little bit. Is that your first love? My first love was basketball. Basketball, yes. Yeah. I've always want. I always wanted to go to Kentucky and play basketball under Coach K and them, and so it Damn. never happened. When I realized I was in high school and I was on like five nine, five ten, I was like, "That's not happening." <laughs> and then you pivoted over. Or were you playing? Do you play? Were you multi sport athlete in high school? Yes, I was a multi sport athlete in high school. I played basketball, football, and I ran track my junior year. Uh, I ran track all the way up until I got into high school and middle school. I stopped running track at, during those times just because I was focused more on uh, basketball and football. And then AAU started kicking up, and that, so then that took away track for me by playing AAU. If you listen to a lot of the guests on the show, they actually, I remember CJ Prosize saying this, but a lot say the same thing. It's basketball in middle school. That must be the game changer because in in middle school football, it's not that way, I guess. No, nah, middle school football, everybody's pretty evenly matched mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know every team going to have that one or two guy that's going to touch the ball a lot of, a lot more than everybody else. Basketball, I, I feel like it's a great sport to show individuality. And so when you got that basketball in your hand and then you're a guy that's younger and everybody don't expect you to be able to do this and you show, like, hidden talents that you have on that basketball court, I think that's what – help kids get placed in like different categories like oh this kid's gonna be really good or this kid he's gonna he can be good he Mm -hmm. has the potential but he has a little bit more to work on and so I was always one of those kids that could be really good and have the potential because I was always driven to win and then with my ability to run and jump higher than most kids my age I was touching backboard in sixth grade and dunking by eight. So you were playing two or three sports in high school? Yes. You did track, basketball, football all the way through your senior year? Uh, except for track, I stopped. I didn't run track my senior year. Uh, I didn't feel like it was a, nece- a necessity for me because I was also dealing with a quiet injury going into the track season. So once that happened, I just stopped. 
Do you believe, like, I know what the stat is in the NFL, it's like 87%, 92% of the guys get drafted are two or sport more athletes. Mm-hmm. I, I like that for athletes. Do you believe the same? Oh, yeah. I like that yeah. because it 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 helps build that different athleticism. Like, you can only train so much as far as football, but when you put those other sports into the mix, I feel like it works on different parts of your game, and it, help, and it can help you exceed. And then where did you go play college football? I played college football at Austin Peay State University. And what were your what were your final stats on that? As running back? As running back, I think I finished with a little bit over 200, almost 300 carries with uh, a little bit less than 1,000 yards. I missed two games every season mm-hmm. dealing with ankle injuries and shoulder injuries. Um, I finished my career with over 4,000 yards total from receiving, catching, returning. Even throwing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then you rolled in here in what, May? Sometime in May, end of May, probably, I think it was. Yeah, end right? of May, 1st of June. Yeah. And you already had your goals set on the XFL. Yes. Right? I, I had my eyes sitting on the XFL. I just knew that with the potential I have, because I took some time off dealing with work and having to make sure my home was stable and everything like that. And then also just dealing with some things with me, trying to find myself. Um, it, once I realized that like I had an opportunity to play in the XFL, I just took my chances and I had to roll with it. And uh, watching the game last night, the Vikings game, the Titans game with Aaron Dykes, one of the guys that was on the on the show here and mm-hmm. trained forever. He's now signed with the Vikings and doing his kick and, and running back. They were talking a lot. There were guys that came right from the USFL mm-hmm. over in the XFL. They liked the USFL guys because they were in shape. Right. They just rolled right over and ready to go play football. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the uh, timing of the seasons because the XFL is only a two-month season. And with all the downtime that the XFL has, I think that gives – I think most guys, when they think, oh, the season's over, I can relax now, versus the USFL guys, they can grow right from their season right into the NFL because I think their seasons match up a little bit better, if I'm not mistaken. But – I think a lot of that has to do with guys' preparation for the offseason. When's the XFL? XFL is in January. It, games. So, uh, the game, yeah, the games start January, so they season kicks up right after the Super Bowl. That's right, because I watched where the XFL was overlapping with the USFL. Mm-hmm. They were still playing, right? The yeah. XFL was finishing up. Mm-hmm, and USFL was kicking off. Was kicking off, and mm-hmm. then the USFL finishes when they start basically training camps mm-hmm. for the NFL, right? Right. Okay. So is your goal to go, hey, I'm good, I could be an XFL guy, or is your goal to go XFL, NFL? My goal is to go XFL, NFL. Mm-hmm. I think I still have the potential, and I think I still pretty much got a little bit more time on my hands. Uh, it's just one of those things where I want to use this lead to get my name out there, the exposure that I feel like I got passed up on coming out of college, not let alone from the college I had, but I don't want to make any excuses, but COVID did put a lot of that to halt because a lot of my answers where I was trying to get things done after college was, oh, COVID can't do this because of COVID. I got turned down like three pro days because of COVID protocols from Mm -hmm. different schools that I couldn't go to. And then when talking to my agents at the time, that's all I kept hearing, COVID this, COVID that. So it kind of frustrated me. And I just felt like it was just an excuse that everybody's just wanting to pass along along to me just because they didn't want to deal with it. So it was two years later. How'd you keep your sanity for two years? Uh, well, I had a, I leaned on my lady a little bit more. Uh, at first, it was hard because I mean, it's just like 
get your dreams crushed right in front of you, especially on the draft where you're talking to these coaches and you and it's just boosting your hype and then to find out that they don't want you or because they don't have numbers on you as they would say. And so it it hurt. And so I had a I had to lean on my lady a little bit. She was always there for me in my corner. And then I also had to have a self-reflection, like, what can I be doing differently? Like, I knew I had, I had to work and everything, but it was like, what do I need to sacrifice? And I realized that I had to sacrifice my time and my well-being. Like, although I got to go to work, I also still got to continue to get up and go train and continue to work for it. And how did you want, find your way to the wood gym? Uh, I found my way through the wood gym uh, through Isaiah Gibbs. Uh, I've been through different trainers, trying to get trainers to work with me. A lot of them were inconsistent, and this place I knew I could come in here. Define inconsistent. What does that mean? Uh, Like some days I have a trainer guy, and he'll be wanting to work, so I go with him for like a week or two, and then after that it's we have spotted sessions. Like sometimes he'll text me like, oh, we're not going to go today. Or I'll reach out and they don't want to respond. And so it's just like one of those where it's just like, if I'm going to continue to do all this by myself, then there's no point in me going to these trainers. So I figured to get the best opportunity for me, I would have to come here to get that consistency and somebody that's going to push me like you have. That's crazy. Yeah, that they just don't show up or want to show up. That's yeah. okay. So now we've been going hard. You, you came in at 228 in May, end of May. We got, got you on the diet. They, you wanted to get to 205 and... Shit, I think you reached that goal. Oh yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm probably around two or three now. Last time we weighed in, I was at two or three, so I'm I've passed that goal, and I'm really happy. My body feels good. Yeah. Everything feels good. I actually feel a lot more explosive than what I have been. Yeah, uh, I think training at that two twenty eight above two twenty helped with my body get used to having to push itself harder, mm-hmm. and so now. With my weight being down, I feel like I can push myself a lot harder and get over those humps that I felt like I couldn't before. Then there's no drink, no smoke in your diet, right? No, obviously, no drink, no smoke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's amazing. You know, because you you we you were at the house Friday and you're like, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm good. I'm not even eating some of that. I think I introduced him to a cannoli though. He had one of those. You like cannolis? Oh, yeah. A cannoli. You eat them? <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. They're really good. So I didn't <laughs> see you eat it or remember it, but yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so now I guess we still keep going. Yes. Right? We still got – when do you report for camp? Um, well, we were supposed to report for a training camp September 6th and 7th, okay. but the XFL, uh, I guess the commissioners or whatnot, didn't approve of it because they want it to where it's going to be player-led only, so coaches can't be there. So that's, that made it harder for us and for the team to have to put together dates to where they can get all the guys there and have us in the training camp because they were also going to use that as a way to see who they want to put on their roster. And so they put a lot of that stuff on hold. So you, you don't know now. So I don't know now until right. further notice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay, and then we go from there. So we just keep doing what we're doing. Yep. All right, man, you got to be the next one since Dykes blew it up yesterday. Did you guys watch that whole game? I mean, that was probably one of my first preseason guys. I love – let me give you a little rundown. I love preseason games because mm-hmm. they, go, they go so hard. Like, they're like, it doesn't matter, but it really does matter. If you really want to watch an NFL game, watch some hungry guys. The preseason games are the fun games. And the NFL, yeah, I get it. Week one, week two, whatever. You see the Harrisons out there and all that jazz, the Higgins. But, man, watching Dykes, like, going after it and fighting for a spot, that's so fun to watch. Yeah. And, I- and has it line up that it's the Titans – Mm-hmm. Has it lined up that it's on Channel 6, WATE, so everybody can watch it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets tons of pub. He does his first kickoff return for 38 yards. And who's the first person to congratulate him on the sidelines? 
I didn't watch it. I was Harrison at a wedding. Smith. He was? Yeah. In oh, the jersey. Man, he great. wasn't dressed, but yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of cool. And um, I did a 52-minute interview in here from four to five with one of the beat writers for the Vikings. And he was just like in awe of how like Dykes and Harrison and all that stuff were together. So man. we had a really good time. He's supposed to send me a picture. He's in the locker room yesterday. Both of me, I told him to take a picture. So that was really cool. So you're next. Yes, sir. It could happen. Cause crazy things happen in here. Right. All hey, right. the wood gym has the proof. The proof is in the pudding. Hey, I, appreciate, I appreciate the ride home yesterday too. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I hope I ain't trying to scare you too much with my driving. No, no. He's so he's so cool. He's like, I got Patron in my car right now. Yeah, like, that's pretty cool. I was like, right, big just, shot. Just try. Yeah, big shot. Just just get me home. <laughs> get me home. All right, man. Hey, it's Sunday. Thanks for coming in, giving time, guys. Griff, Ben, thanks for coming in on a Sunday. You should be rested up. I think mm-hmm. Griffin and I need a vacation at some point. We've been going hard. Right. And um, God loves you, man. It's awesome. I mean, just watching that game yesterday was amazing. Of Patience, patience, patience. And I was I was shooting shots at everybody last night. Every, mm-hmm. Everybody that was doubting. You know, like, you know, don't bet against us. And it's, it's God's time, God's plan. I know people out there don't like to hear that, but it, it really is a thing. It really just is. sit and wait because what was it, Tuesday? Dykes was like, yeah, I guess I got to start looking for jobs and apply. And then four days, four hours later, he's an NFL bike. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and balling and getting screen time and getting talked about. And yeah, it was amazing. So you're next. Yes, sir. All right, let's That's do it. I'll way. see you tomorrow at 8. Tomorrow at 8. You got it, brother. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. All right, babe.